Welcome to Gimmick Tables and Gig Jobs. I'm Nate. I'm Alex. And uh, Cody could not be with us this week, but we will have him back next week for a full-blown interview on his indie wrestling career. So, Well, we should say we're sorry for this being a little late than our normal time frame that we're trying to do. Best way to put it, last one was botched. (laughs) Um, We recorded it, we uploaded it, and the audio wasn't there. But... So here we are. We did a proper mic check before we got this going, so um, we should be good. Leave it to me to have fucked something up, and then we'll get done with this, and this will be gone, too. Yeah. Don't jinx us like that. No, 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 no. But uh, before we actually get into news and everything, I would like to take a moment to say um, rest in peace to Joseph Laurinaitis, uh, Road Warrior Animal. Um, he had a very long wrestling career, and from everything I've heard or read, he was an extremely sweet human being. Um, so, yeah, Road Warrior Animal passed away, so rest in peace to him. We'll forever remember the Road Warriors and the Legion of Doom. And, uh, yeah, so it was very, very sad news this week. But... Uh, we're not going to let it linger. We're not going to keep... We're not going to sit here and dwell on it. I get into the news. Animal would not want that. Well, no. So we'll kick it off with a few things from NXT. Um, first and foremost, the Women's Battle Royal for a shot at Io Shirai. That was an intense battle royal. Yes, yes, it was. Most are. Like, it was... Love seeing the Kofi moment by the... I do not remember her name because I haven't seen much of her, but I did appreciate that she pulled a, pulled a couple Kofis for this because she had a couple of moments where she was able to get back in the ring because her feet didn't touch the ground, which I always appreciate seeing what people are going to do with that. It's a Casey Catanzaro, I do believe. That's how you pronounce it. Maybe. I could be wrong. But say, yeah, I, could could be, be, I know I could her name's Casey. Wrong. Get that part. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. And uh, Candice, Candice LeRae picking up the win like that—that that wasn't expected. Not really. I, no. didn't, I didn't see that coming. But, well, I mean, I guess I shouldn't say I shouldn't put it that way. I was hoping it would be Shotzi Blackheart. Yeah, it's because you're a Shotzi fan. I'm a big Shotzi. Fan. I mean, I do like Shotzi too. I would have liked her to win, but I mean, Candice LeRae is still a good one to win. But uh, Tommaso Ciampa and Jake Atlas. That one. That was a hell of a match. Shocked me, man. Jake Atlas whooped his ass. Yeah, he did. It like, was... for a few minutes, he was on it. But, of course, Ciampa won because, well, it's Ciampa. So. I mean, he's a badass. He really is. Himself, but literally, like, Jake Atlas whooped his ass for a minute. Yeah, he did hold his own very like, well. I did not see that coming, but. And then, uh. Third and final thing, Kyle O'Reilly won the gauntlet match to face Finn Balor for the NXT title. Now, I mean, I'm sure everybody knows that they ain't taking that belt off Finn that quick. No, not at all. But even at that, if they did, I mean, I feel like that would cause some inner tension between the Undisputed Era. 
But that's just me. But moving on, we'll uh we'll get into impact real quick. I just wanted to start off with the two uh, segments. First being with EC3 giving out Moose's phone number, which I thought was funny. That was funny. I mean, I I like the whole control your narrative thing. I enjoy it. I. It's a good thing EC3's got going. I mean, I took him as a serious threat until he pulled a straight jackass maneuver, and I don't mean he's a jackass. I mean, like, as in the movie and crew jackass, and just gave out his phone number. Hey, he's controlling his own own narrative. He's doing whatever he wants. (laughs) He's going to control that narrative. (sighs) After where he came from, I I, I think it's time for him to do whatever he wants. Instead of being a joke. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, next being Heath Slater and his Heath for Impact. That uh, was a good one. Get out there. Put that shit out there, man. Hashtag Heath for Impact. He, uh, his jab at Vince saying that he used to have a last name, but now a billionaire keeps it in a vault. That was hilarious. Oh, man. I almost busted a gut on that one. That was. Didn't even have when he, uh, when he came out. However, it always has like the names on the TV. It had Heath. Like something like it was censored out or was, whatever. I, I full belly laughed. I don't remember what it said, but it was like uh, Heath redirected or something because of the whole last name gimmick, which um, made me laugh quite a bit. I enjoyed every aspect of it. The part that got me the most um, Nancy Kerrigan, a former Olympic figure skater, was a part of this. Almost what seemed like a a political campaign it really video. Did. It really um, did. She was part of it as well as Chuck Norris. The two that got me the most were David Hasselhoff and Flava Flav. I feel like Flava Flav makes more sense out of the whole list. Like that just, oh god! Like I said, full belly laugh. It was hilarious. It was a real good segment. Um, I appreciated that they used people's full names like rhino was i don't know his actual name but oh, it had man. his name but rhinoceros so he so he doesn't become and an endangered species because he, he feels safe with heat exactly and then d'lo brown was uh what glorious or uh some i think it was glorious or something delorean oh delorean delorean brown right like i thought that was hilarious that they had it like official yeah but uh yeah, that was that was hilarious. Um, moving back to the wrestling aspect of it, Chris Bay, Trey Miguel, and TJP wore a shot at the X Division title. That shit was awesome. They were all on point. They were. Every single one of them looked good. Um, it was a killer match. The X Division's always been amazing, but I mean, these dudes put on a clinic. It was brutal. It was very brutal. And they all like were on their A game. Um did not expect Rohit to jump in at the very end to start the title match and Which, then roll up fucking winner Trey Miguel, grab a handful of tights and get the pinball. Saying that you kinda can believe it because Rohit was standing on the sidelines watching the match in his tights. 
Yeah, he wasn't damn, in. The, he wasn't in like his little get up with like the jacket, like his pants and stuff that he like walks around in backstage. No, he was in full gear, ready. So if you actually paid attention, you can you can tell he was ready to wrestle whoever was winning that. Because <laughs> I ain't seen nobody that just walks around like that for the fun of it. I mean, Brian K. Walks around without a shirt constantly. At least he wears jeans. He doesn't just wear his tights all the time. I'm like, yeah, he doesn't wear a shirt. <laughs> I'm walking around in full gear. He's like, I'm at least going to put some jeans on. I ain't going to wear a shirt, but I'm going to put some jeans on. <laughs> but no, uh, Cody Deaner came out with Cousin Jake for his match, against whom I don't know, and was immediately attacked, both him and Cousin Jake, by... Eric Young, the world-class maniac. Because he's just here to fuck everybody up, honestly. He beat the piss out of him. Looked like it, he looked like he was going to break Cousin Jake's ankle. Honestly. And then uh, Scott Timore came out, got all up in his shit, put his hands on him, begging him to stop. And, well, Eric put hands on him and didn't expect it, didn't see it coming, but Eddie Edwards... Came he, to the he rescue. Came running out. And I mean, I mean, that leads me to my next point. How are you going to be called the world class maniac when you've already ran from two people that you injured? Tried to take Rich Swan out? Well, guess what? You ran from a dude with his foot in a fucking boot, bro. Yeah. He's on crutches with his foot in a boot. Jumped on you out of the corner and proceeded to whoop your ass, and you ran. I don't much think you can call yourself a world-class maniac when you're going to be running from people. If you're a world-class world class maniac, then you're going to be wanting to fight said people that come after you. Yeah. Then Eddie Edwards comes out limping, and what'd you do? You ran, and then you made fun of him for limping. You ran from a man in a boot that's on crutches and a man that's limping. Hmm. Not quite maniac to me. I know, right? He crazy as hell. Yeah. So crazy. <laughs> But uh, I liked the match that was after that uh, with Susie and Kimberly. Yes, that was awesome. I appreciate that Susie is actually wrestling instead of just running around the ring acting like she's a confused child. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, I, I don't know what's going on. I don't know how to do these moves. But what I really appreciate is the transformation, the slow transformation we're seeing back into Sue Young. Yeah, that's going to be cool. Because, I mean, what did it start last week or the week week before where she uh, wasn't it two weeks ago now? Well, comparing to when we're recording it now, then, yeah, it would have been last. Well, not this last week, but it would have been two weeks ago. Even when we did it last, it would still been two weeks ago. Yeah. But so it's been two weeks now that she has done the arachnorana. Attempted arachnorana this week. Well, yeah, she did the arachnorana the first week, attempted it this last week, but also did the panic switch both weeks. And also had started to do her craziness when she pinned the people that she was against, where it looked like she was transforming, basically. Yeah. And the only thing that stopped her was uh, Kylie Ray. 
I was about to say, let's not negate the fact that Kylie Ray had a little bit of a mean streak oh, yeah, moment for neg- herself. I'm not negating that at all. I just and am excited for the whole Sue Young coming back. Proceeded to kick Deanna Perrazzo in the face and then challenge her to a match at Bound for Glory. I mean, Kylie Ray actually stood, like showed a little bit of a mean side, which you don't usually get from her. That's going to be awesome. I cannot, I cannot wait to see that. Be a good one. Um, my favorite and least favorite moment of the night. Oh yeah, Sammy Callahan versus RVD. I really, I don't know how much more I can take of watching her, like RVD and Katie Forbes shove their tongues down each other's throats. It's hard to watch. Or her twerking on every goddamn thing in sight. But if there's a surface, she's gonna twerk. But at the same time. There was a stipulation to the match. If RVD beat Sammy Callahan, Katie Forbes got five minutes in the ring with Sammy Callahan. Which did not turn out well for either of them. No. Because at the end of it, Katie Forbes caught a pile driver from Sammy Callahan, and my night was fucking complete. Say RVD tried to come in and help her at the beginning Got knocked out, and then she got the pile driver, and it was all over from there. But and then the last match of the night was Tennille ja- uh, Tennille Tennille Dash- Dashwood Dashwood versus Jordan uh, Jordan Grace. Which, I mean, that was actually pretty vicious. I think Jordan Grace herself has some pretty vic- vicious chops. Like, the ones that she does to people's fronts and backs. Yeah. Like, that looks vicious. It was pretty damn vicious. But, Well, yeah. I mean, this thing has been building for a while now between the two of them as well. True, true, true. But, yeah, it was it was pretty awesome. I'm, I mean, it sucked. Tennille got the win only because Caleb with a K distracted the referee. <laughs> so that way... She could do something to. By the way, I just wanted to let everybody know that I am Nate with an N. And I'm Alex with an A. Right. (laughs) Just so everybody knows. And Cody is Cody with a C, not a K. (laughs) That's the only thing that actually goes good with a joke because you could spell Cody either way, along with Caleb. I know that's why we're doing this so that way they know. Just so you know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. And I'll go over the entire name of the podcast and let you know exactly how it's spelled and what the words start with. But we'll save that for another time. <laughs> um, but no, we'll, uh, we'll be right back and we'll get into some Raw and SmackDown news. <laughs> So, yeah, anyway, moving on. um, Right quick, I just wanted to throw this out there before we get into Raw. Um, Talking Shop Mania Part 2. The Good Brothers, Gallows and Anderson. um, Rocky Romero. um, If you haven't seen Talking Shop Mania 1, definitely get Fight TV. uh, Buy it. It's $14.99. Watch it. It's fucking hysterically funny. Um, If you ever... Wondered what a boner yard match would look like or a social distancing battle royal. Definitely, definitely, definitely get down on it. And uh, 
Talking Shop of Mania 2, The Rise of Cock Torture. It's going to be... I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be great. I can only imagine it's going to be epically It's a whole lot of hilarious. craziness. Yeah, so... Definitely get Fight TV. Watch Talking Shop of Mania 1. Talking Shop of Mania 2 will be Friday, November 13th. Yes, that is Friday the 13th. Talking Shop of Mania 2, Rise of Cock Torture. Check that shit out. Now, moving on. Uh, retribution. I'm not going to get into the whole sign the contract because that's... I don't know. I don't know what it is. They signed a contract. They didn't want money. They're getting money. Hired guns. Blah 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 blah. It's it's just I I I don't I don't fucking know. I thought the hurt business was the hired guns. Uh, well, I meant like they're using their contract money to pay their henchmen or whatever the fuck they. Yeah. I don't know anymore. I don't know anymore. It's confusing. Um, but I mean, from what we could tell, it's Dio Madden. Is one of the members for uh, Mace, um, former NFL football player and commentator for Raw. Uh, Brock Lesnar took him out back in November. Um, T Bar apparently is Dominic Dijakovic. I didn't really see it. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. The mask covers the face enough and makes it hard to tell. He looks like fucking Bane. Yeah, yeah, he does. Um, apparently, Slapjacks, Shane Thorne, um, to NXT superstar, uh, wrestled on Raw earlier this year, and clearly, the female with the blue hair is Mia Yim. Uh, the Hard other one, that one, yeah, the other one is uh, Mercedes Martinez. Both NXT wrestlers. I'm not as familiar with Mercedes Martinez, but yeah, I don't know what the hell is going on there. Uh, the Hurt Business came out. They ran. They ran. Retribution ran. I, I Talking don't. all that smack and then going to run away from them. Yeah. Good. Well, just, can we just move on to the Triple Threat Tag Team match? For it's better that God. way. Uh, the Andrade and Angel Garza versus Seth and Murphy versus Dominic Mysterio and Umberto Carrillo. It's a good match. Yeah. I mean, it was they're they're all talented individuals to begin with. So I mean it's expected that it's gonna be a good match, but And then Seth decided to leave Murphy at like yeah. the end of the match. Do you have better things he to do? He left and then Murphy got pinned by I don't remember if it was Andrade or Garza. But he got pinned by one of them and was like, what? I'm Z Zelina actually left them that earlier that night. Yeah. But yeah. at that point, it was like, okay, why are you leaving literally at the end? Like, what was your even reason for coming out tonight? If you're just going to leave then. Yeah. Why even bother showing up in the first place? But, uh, yeah. yeah. Them storylines, man. So, yeah, Garza and Andrade will be facing the Street Profits for the tag titles. So, that'll be an interesting match. Once again, both teams, very impressive. Street Profits are awesome. By the time this is uploaded, you'll actually be able to listen to it before Clash of Champions. Yeah. 
So, uh, KO show. I mean, basically, Shane came out to promote Raw Underground. Wanted to come out, bring out Dabakato, whatever. Um, Dabakato's a big bad guy, or was a big bad guy. Yeah. Uh, KO slapped the shit out of him. <laughs> Just put that out there now. He slapped the shit out of that big guy. And, uh, yeah, Braun came out. They had themselves a little standoff. And then Aleister Black came out and proceeded to beat the shit out of Kevin Owens. Yeah, that was unexpected. Yeah, like. Extremely unexpected. Yeah, very unexpected. But yeah, fucking Keith Lee and Drew McIntyre. Yeah, uh, so that match, that obviously Drew and Keith have gone at each other before. Because, I mean, they are friends, but they're both big dudes. They just want to do big dude stuff. Just go at each other, have a good time. You know, the, obviously Drew has the belt, so everybody wants to go after him. But it actually ended with Drew winning by DQ because Randy Orton decided to come out and attack him with a chair. He just all of a sudden comes out of nowhere in the middle of these dudes match, hits him in the back with a chair because he can't just mind his own business. He just, Randy just has to be a dick. So you, Randy actually shoved the chair into Drew's broken jaw, which, you know, adds insult to injury. And then he actually punts Keith Lee in the fucking head. Like, dude, must you come out and ruin a good match? That's that's all just rude. Just keep punting people in the fucking head. Punting people, throwing chairs where they're already hurt. Like, it's just not fair, but I guess that's what Randy Orton does. I mean, he is the goddamn legend killer. Yeah, yeah, that is true. <laughs> but Randy cut a promo on the ambulance match. I mean, I've seen better promos from Randy Orton, to be perfectly honest with you. Yeah, it wasn't his best. But, uh, goddamn R-Truth and Lil' Jimmy. Ah, uh, R-Truth. I do love that man. He in makes me laugh. Decided that Lil Jimmy needed to make a comeback. Yeah, I was very confused by our truth going to the beach with the title and Lil Jimmy because Lil Jimmy has been a thing for a while oh, now. Man, I get it, like everybody wants to go to the beach. Well, yeah, everybody wants to go to the beach, but where where did Lil I, Jimmy come I, from? I, I, I get Lil Jimmy. Too. I know he was a thing before, but, but where did he come who, from again? Who, who decided that little Jimmy needed to come back? Like, whose who's idea was this? And Not then, to mention the fact, why would they put little Jimmy in such a scary situation in danger of sharks? I know there were sharks. R-Truth had to fight for his baby and little Jimmy. Maybe one of it these, was a stressful maybe, time maybe for R-Truth. Maybe one of these days soon we can get little Jimmy in here for a minute. It was a stressful we'll get, time we'll get, for R-Truth. We'll, we'll, we'll get little Jimmy's side of the story. No, actually, we won't. <laughs> um, but Zelina Vega and Mickey James, you know, 
Winner faces Asuka for the belt. Both of them look good in the match. Zelina looked vicious. She did. Well, I mean, she left her uh, client, I guess, earlier in the night. So, of course, she's going to be vicious. But, yeah, she picked up the win, so... She will be facing Asuka. Apollo Crews and Zed, Cedric Alexander was a great match. Um, I'm a big fan of both of them. Loved Cedric's heel turn. Uh, I mean, Apollo hit him with the roll-up. And then rest of the Hurt Business came out, beat the hell out of him and Ricochet. Which, I mean, really isn't surprising because that's... Their name is the Hurt Business. What else and are they going to do? They're in the business of Hurt, clearly. Apollo's going to face Lashley for the United States title at Clash of Champions. And kind of hoping Duke gets the W. Would love to see him retain his belt. Well, I mean, not retain, but get his damn belt back from Bobby Lashley. Um, move on to Raw Underground. I mean, Ziggler and Arturo Ruas. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Um, still trying to feel out and figure out Raw Underground. It's a confusing thing to figure out. But uh, Ziggler won by submission, which I did not see coming. But uh, I mean to move on to the next segment. Oh, fucking Seth. Seth came out with some paperwork, claimed that Leah's now raised kid. I, I thought we played that shit out years ago when him and Ray and Eddie did it with Dominic. Apparently it's, they're running out of ideas. They have to do the same thing, but with a different child. I mean, literally, Mike Bennett and Maria aren't there anymore, so they just got to keep the kid thing going. Mm-hmm. Like, my God. But... Yeah, I'm kind of kind of already over it. Yeah, it's played out for sure. Uh, Baszler and Nia Jax versus Lana and Talia. Which I don't know what anybody thought was going to happen in this match because yeah. Shayna and fucking Nia are a powerhouse. Oh yeah, they are vicious women. Most definitely doing that. They are there to do vicious things. So, mm -hmm. I don't know what anybody thought was going to happen in that match. Yeah. Like, I don't care for Lana, but I do think Natalia is an amazing wrestler. But still, with Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax, yeah, they were definitely getting the win on that yeah, one. Yeah, they got it on The Riot Squad wasn't the greatest on commentary, but Lana going through the announce table was awesome. Yeah, first they went after the Riot Squad uh, well, I should say Shayna and Nia did after the match, and then they just randomly put I, Nia randomly put Lana through a table because why not? I guess. Yeah, basically. Just to show their dominance, like we are the powerhouse here. Don't mess with us. Riddick Moss and Eric of the Viking Raiders and Raw Underground. I mean. Eric looked like he was going to get the win over Riddick Moss, but Moss came back with that big-ass knockout punch. Hey, I mean, you can't can't say much with Eric. He's he's a little distracted right now. He's got a baby on the way. <laughs> they are actually getting closer to having their baby. I know that, too. 
So he's probably getting a little distracted. That's why he's in underground at the moment. He's like, I can't focus too big. I got I got more more important things at home to worry about. Right. But yeah. It was I was thoroughly impressed. I mean, I'm like I said, I'm still trying to navigate Raw Underground, figure out why it even exists to begin Just with. Just why in general. But apparently the iconics aren't the iconics anymore, but they're stick well, technically we, we, still together. We Oscar about versus this. Peyton Royce. Yeah. Billy Kay this week, I don't think last week she was out with, like they were out together, but this week Billy Kay was actually out with Peyton, not as like a tag team, just like as a supportive on the sidelines for her, which I, it's still weird to see the Iconics not be in a tag team match in like singles wrestling, but... Asuka technically won, well, she did win by DQ because Zelina decided to come out and attack Asuka to try to soften her up, I guess, for Class of Champions, which, I mean, at that point, it's like she's already in a match. How much more softened up can she get? You attacking her with a chair is going to do nothing different than her having a normal match, so. Very true, very true. why come out and attack her? Because honestly, this episode of Raw was a lot of attacks. Like, there was just a lot of DQ because of attacking in the whole episode, which we haven't even gotten to all of the attacks that were in this episode. Very true. It was just a episode of well, crazy. We'll get back into more attacks, but Braun Strowman versus Dabakato... Braun handed him his first loss. Yeah, yeah, he did. Like, yeah. It was... I enjoyed it. Which, Um, I mean, I don't know what anybody expected also. I mean, it was two big-ass motherfuckers doing big dude things. They they were throwing motherfuckers at people. Well, at each other, you mean. Or Yeah, at each other. Yeah, they they were throwing... They were... Motherfuckers were throwing motherfuckers, motherfuckers. At the same like, time, like, Dabakato still knew. Of course he's not going to lose to Braun. Yeah. Say, Braun is the big dude of the company right now. Truly. We will, uh... We're going to move on to what turned into, like, a shit show. Yeah. The Hurt Business versus Retribution, uh, T-Bar, Mace, and Slapjack. Oh, Slapjack. I can't get over that name. I love it. I love everything about um, it. Hurt Business looked great till T-Bar. I, can't, I couldn't tell if he threw an elbow or poked him in the eye. It was but, one of the two. Uh, and Lashley's face, like, poked him in the eye or elbowed him in the face. And then the rest of Retribution... Was unleashed on the. They came out like Thunderdome, and I mean, of course, Drew McIntyre's music hit the locker room, unloaded, and then at the end of all of it, at the end of the day, the fucking Viper slithered in and hit an RKO on Drew McIntyre. I mean, that's what I mean. It was a lot of attacking in this. Everything leading up. There was so much attacking. I did appreciate the locker room 
you know, piled out to try to deal with retribution, but... I have seen worse episodes of Monday Night Raw, so I'm not going to say it was bad. It wasn't terrible, actually. I'm not so, going to say it was great. No. I'm not going to say it was bad. Like I said. It was a decent episode of Raw. I feel like part of me thinks we're reliving the invasion angle. But that's okay. We'll see where it goes. That's whatever. I'm not going to complain. We'll be right back. Oh, and we are back. Um, talk about SmackDown. And we're going to finish things off with the AEW. Um, first and foremost, Dirt Sheet, Ms. Morrison. I mean, can you ever really get fo- like sick of that? It's funny. Ms. and Morrison are great. They are funny together. Um, apparently, Ms. had Mandy sent to Raw so Otis could focus on cashing in his money in the bank contract. And yeah, Otis came out and beat the shit out of both of them. Stripped down, or stripped was, Ms. down to his underwear as it well. It was fun to see. With some help from Tucker. Well, yeah, Tucker's got to be there for his boy. Tucky? Tucky! But yeah. Um, Cesaro and Grand Metalik. It's a great match. Um, Cesaro got the win, but both of them are amazing competitors. They're great wrestlers. I mean, from the two of them, you're not going to get anything short of a great match. Yeah. Um, went on to a moment of bliss with Nikki Cross. I mean, I don't fully th- I think... I- Feel like this is where they're going with it. Alexa fully doesn't understand what's wrong with her. She really doesn't. She's in like a trance. Yeah, pertaining to the fiend and. Anytime you say the fiend, she goes all wacko and does a sister Abigail on you. Yeah, Lacey. Which we've seen with Lacey Evans tonight mm-hmm. after Nikki Cross beat her ass. Yeah, Nikki looks. I mean, that little mean streak there was cool. I enjoyed that. I was gonna say it's it's not right for, uh, Lacey Evans to say that. Nikki doesn't have a mean streak because look at where she came from. The sanity. Yeah, she came from insanity. No, alone. not insanity. Oh. Sanity. Oh, just sanity. <laughs> but she came from sanity. All. I forgot what the name of it was. But yeah, she came from sanity. She came from a well, group of It was quite insanity, of, but it was. I mean, she came from a group insanity. that was a bunch of crazy fuckers. Which she was. The world-class maniac himself, Eric Young. That's true, but she was pretty wild back in NXT from what I had seen. I mean, she's still wild, but... So that's pretty rude of Lacey to say she doesn't have that mean streak, because she sure does. And she showed it, too. Sasha Banks responding to Bailey. I mean... It's very heartfelt. I bought it. But... I mean, I don't know how long we're going to drag out beating up the injured woman before we finally get the match. Yeah. But we'll have to see where that goes. Um, Styles and Zayn, it was a great match. Um, Sami Zayn, I mean, as annoying as he may fucking be, Sami Zayn's still a great wrestler. Um, Him and AJ Styles great match. It was, it was a good match. Um, 
Sammy tried to beat him with a fistful of tights, and what ended up happening was AJ ended up beating him with a fistful of tights. Yeah. So see what they want, I guess. Right. Mm -hmm. But Jeff came out, laid both of them out, and now here we're we gonna go have a ladder. Looking match. forward to a ladder match, yeah, for the fucking intercontinental title. That'll be interesting. It'll be a good match. Poor Otis. He got a freaking he got served with a lawsuit from the Miz. Yeah. Which, I mean, we've That, that was a whole that's a, that's a whole mess. I think it's funny that Otis keeps the contract in a lunch pail. That looks exactly like the money. Yeah, that looks exactly case. like it, but a lunch pail. But it's also so stupid the whole storyline between Otis and Miz and Morrison. Like, just let the man have his have his money in the bank. Time, he deserves yeah. it. Otis is an amazing wrestler. He's a big boy, but he is an amazing wrestler. Also not sure how long we're going to drag out this uh, mystery woman thing. You mean Carmella? Yeah. Yeah, it's it, 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 it's clearly Carmella. People already spotted her tat her little tattoo that she yeah. has on her arm. So There's, like, we're not getting After that. seeing that, it's like, oh, yeah, that's obvious. That's completely obvious. Big E. Returning to attack Sheamus and ended up beating the shit out of the security guard. Hey, the security guard ratted and told Sheamus where he was, so he deserved that. And locking him in the trunk of a car. Yep. <laughs> that was great. I absolutely love Biggie that. came back for blood. It was amazing. And uh, to finish out the night, we had Jay Uso versus Roman Reigns. Or Jey Uso and Roman Reigns versus Sheamus and King Corbin. I hate saying that. Unfortunate In a street fight. Uh, Roman and Jay got the win. But Roman's look, though. It was. It, well, I mean, the match itself was the match great. Was good. But that look that he gave yeah. Jey Uso, the look he gave Uso when he was walking up the ramp, like. Man, at first it was all fun and games, and they were hugging each other, and everything looked cool. And then all that goddamn shit. dead, cold, wicked stare like, that I'm he gave kill him you. going up the steps—it was like, "Damn, bro, really?" Like, I thought y'all was family. Yeah, it was. It was something else. But uh, now, um, moving on to. AEW for the week. Uh, First, we'll start with the late night AEW. Yeah, Scorpio Sky versus Ben Carter. It's a great match. It was. It was amazing. I always love seeing Scorpio in the ring. He yeah. is a wonderful wrestler. Wonderful, you know, pick that AEW got because he's a crazy person when it comes to the ring. Squirt's amazing. Um, we also had Anna J and Brandy. Well, and hey, Anna. you didn't say Scorpio did win, well, Scor by the way. He, oh, I'm sorry. Scorpio Sky did Obviously, Scorp win. is going to win, but that still can't just leave that part out. Jeez. <laughs> um, Anna J and Brandy. Anna J choked her the fuck out 
Again. Let's say Anna J has become very vicious since she has been with uh, her cult. <laughs> cult. I'm I'm sorry. I mean the Dark Order. But she has. She was such a bubbly. Are you person. talking about Cult Cabana? No, just the cult. Oh, the cult. Yeah, the cult. cult. Cabana. I mean, she was such a bubbly person when she first came into AEW. Now, when she joined the cult, she, she just, looked like she's a goddamn a magician woman. when she first started. She did, and now that she's in her cult at Dark Order, it's not a cult. She is a vicious woman. It's not a cult. And she's the mother of the group because she's the only woman that is a part of it. Mother of the group, not the cult. Mother of the cult. I mean, yeah, cult. Ah. Uh. No, um, but she actually came out on top. The, like, that was, yeah, that was impressive. She choked her out. Yeah, that was impressive, actually. I mean, she does call that move the Queen Slayer. Now, the main event being Matt Seidel and Sean Spears. I, for real, thought Matt Seidel was about to whoop his. Ass. I thought so. Which actually, did you see the? Uh, I don't think you were in the room to see the little promo that happened with Matt Seidel and Scorpio. Oh no! Yeah, I was there. There, we oh, were gonna get a drink afterwards. Yeah, I thought that was nice. It's like, oh, he's yeah. rooting for him. Like the, oh, yeah. there's friend, they're friends and stuff. Yeah, I, I thought Matt had him until fucking loaded that glove. It's always when you load the glove. That's when shit happens. Like it was going so good for Matt until. Fucking Tully came out of nowhere, loaded Sean's glove up, and Sean just wailed on him, and that's when it was all over. But, you know, for being a late-night program like it was, I I think it went really good. Like, there was only three matches, but those three matches, man, those three matches were insane. Well, see, given the fact that we are actually recording this... On a late Saturday night, because the other episode fucked up, we could technically sit down and talk about SmackDown and all that good stuff tonight, and we could also talk about we the ratings. That stuff for next week, because though. I will be the first person to tell you, which we will get into AEW news and everything, and you know SmackDown news from this following week. Well, which technically from now is yesterday, but yeah. we'll get into that next week so we can keep the format alive. But I will say we this: need to do this on a Saturday night, it just happened. I will say this: Late Night Dynamite still beat NXT out in ratings. That does not surprise me. So AEW is an extremely popular wrestling organization. But moving on from that, like. Kicking off Dynamite, Lance Archer. Um, Lance Archer tested positive for COVID-19. So he went into quarantine. Um, so we didn't get the six-man tag match this week that Which everybody was I'm sure was I looking mean, forward to between that was Ricky, Starks, be Ricky Starks, Brian Cage, and Lance Archer versus John Moxley, Darby Allen, and the fucking beast Will Hobbs. But uh, all that will. I'm power. sure. I'm sure it'll all come to fruition at some point. We'll get it at some point. But um, Miro and Kip Sabin versus Janella and Sunny Kiss. It's a great match. I mean, Joey 
Joey Janela always has a way of looking great. doesn't matter what he's doing. Um, Kip Sabin, the exact same. Sonny Kiss, the exact same. Miro came in looking like a powerhouse. Looked like he tweaked his knee a little bit, but uh, Kip and Miro ended up picking up the win, so not a bad in-ring debut for Miro. Uh, we then had Eddie Kingston cut an amazing promo. Took a job at Mox for selling out to the land of sports entertainment, which was great. The face-off between the two of them, I mean, God. If it didn't give you chills, like, come on. It was amazing. Um, so, yeah, they they ended up having their match, and we will get to that, but Hangman and Evil Uno. Now, I'm not quite sure exactly what's happening with Kenny being there every time Hangman has a match on commentary, but... Surely we'll figure out soon. Maybe it might, might be part of the heel turn because we all know the elites going heel at some point, right? Um, Hangman did pick Wait, up the victory. What are you Evil about Uno. The elite has gone heel. Other than Hangman, who still seems like he's confused, the elite has gone heel. Well, I mean, Hangman picked up the win. Still 2 0 in a singles run coming back. And I'm still and very confused about the Ken Kenny comment uh, on commentary for him. But, uh, oh, once again, part of the heel turn. Um, Matt and Nick with, well, I mean, mostly Matt with Tony Schiavone um, claiming they're out of line. And then, you know, moved on to talk about the re relationships and friendships they lost. Which, I mean, you can only talk about... You can only assume they're referring to and talking about Cody and Kenny and Hangman. Well, that's obvious, And then yeah. proceeded to break Tony's phone. Yeah, because Tony tried to show Matt something. Just tried to show him something, so he took him, broke his phone, and then just took a lot of money and threw it at him like he's been doing, soon like enough, he's been doing it to Tony Well, Khan. he tried to show him something about FTR, so soon enough we'll have FTR versus the Bucks for the belts. Um... I'll let you take this one over because you are the Orange Cassidy aficionado. Yes, here. we had Bro Mr. Brody Lee versus my man, Orange Cassidy, oh, yeah. for the TNT title. It was a good match. It was a it great was, fucking match. At first, for me, it was a very heartbreaking match because Orange Cassidy literally, all pun intended, Got beaten to a pulp. Literally. Yeah, truly. The first good portion of this match, my dude got beaten to a bloody fucking orange pulp. That's very true. But he did finally have his comeback moment because Orange Cassidy always has his comeback moment. He came back flying at him, and he actually even his tiny ass picked up Brody Lee, who is obviously, like, at least two times his size. And he actually, like, slammed him down, which I thought yeah. was extremely impressive. But unfortunately, Brody Lee still everybody took the belt home. Which, yeah, everybody, everybody knew that he was still going to take the belt home. Because he hasn't had it long enough to actually 
make for a good story of giving it up yet. But you still, we gotta bring about the fact that Cody came back. He did come back. Full, I'm hoping, full fucking heel turn, American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. We can only hope. Which, I mean, he came back with the black hair, the black suit. So, he's coming back with a vengeance. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. Um, He beat the shit out of the Dark Order. That he did. <laughs> that he did. But, uh, Matt Hardy came out, pretty much well called out Chris Jericho. Hey, he came out with a private party, though. Well, yeah. And he didn't just come out by himself. Um, called out Jericho for attacking him. And out of all of that, apparently now, not only is, unfortunately, Sammy Guevara returned, but... Which is unfortunate. We will be getting Isaiah Cassidy versus Chris Jericho this coming week. That's going to be a good match. Because be I think both the guys in Private Party are amazing wrestlers. Yeah. So to see either one of them in singles competition, I think is going to be an interesting match. Would you like to bring about FTR and their damn 20-minute challenge? Yeah. Me? Well, FTR had their own little segment that... For their bullshit 20-minute challenge? Since they are the tag team champs now, they have this thing called 20-minute brush with greatness, which... I think it's kind of a ridiculous name for it all because they're like, no, usually the titles are 60 minutes, but I think that pe- we think that people just deserve only 20 minutes with us. If they're good enough to beat us in 20 minutes, then they deserve it, blah, blah, blah. But they had originally said that they would like to face SCU, which is Kaz uh, and CD. Uh, next week for the titles but then the best friends actually came out and they started like getting them like nah you want to do this how about you face this shit right now which they were literally so close to having a actual match right there and then but FTR right there at the end like right there when they were about to have the match was like oh no well you you guys just had that street match. You need to take a couple weeks and actually like heal up before we'll let minute, we'll let you have a twenty match minute puss puss challenge. And it's like, oh, so you're just gonna pussy out like that? How lovely! Like, yeah, that shows that you guys are fighting champions for real. Um, I know this last one's gonna take a minute, so we'll get through these fairly quick. I don't want to take anything away from anyone because, I mean, it was awesome. Um, well. Not in order, but I will just say now, Chris Jericho, MJF exchange, yet again, both said they weren't calling each other losers. Does anyone really care? MJF joins the inner circle, big shock. Uh, That actually would be a shock because MJF is too much of a lone wolf or leader type deal. Tune into Dynamite October 7th for the 30 years of Jericho (laughs) celebration. Crack open your bubbly if you got it. And uh, we're going to, I mean, everybody can sit down and drink if they got some bubbly. And you can 
enjoy the 30 years of Chris Jericho. But, uh, yeah, so before that, like I said, I just want to get that shit out of the way because, I mean, MJF, perfect heel. Chris Jericho, amazing heel. 30-year celebration of Chris Jericho. We can only imagine that's going to go off. Without interruption. <laughs> <laughs> Got jokes but, now. Uh, yeah. Eva Lise and Diamante versus Sheeta and Thunder Rosa. Now, I absolutely love that Thunder Rosa did the tribute face paint to Animal. That was very. That was very. That respectful. That was. That was awesome. Um, like I said, sad loss, but you know. The entire wrestling community was hit with it. Yeah. It was cool to see her do that. Um, I mean, Ivelisse and Diamante are amazing. They are a good tag team. They're they're an amazing they're tag team. They're singles wrestlers, but they are an amazing um, tag team. And she done Thunder Rosa, both, you know, AEW and NWA champions. Like, they're, they're both amazing wrestlers. So it was literally just an amazing match. Um, Sheet and Thunder Rosa picked up the win, but like I said, that the doesn't, only thing that sucks that doesn't about take that, away from anything because they're all amazing. Competitors. Oh yes, the only thing that happened with Sheeta and Thunder Rosa that gave me doubts about who was winning that match was at one point Thunder Rosa actually hit Sheeta with an unintentional running knee, I believe it was, mm -hmm. which actually made Sheeta pretty like loose on her feet, like she. She wasn't looking too good for a minute, but she came back strong and got the win for her team, which shows why she is our AEW Women's Champion. Absolutely. And, uh, well, to close things out, we'll move on to the main event. John Moxley versus Eddie Kingston. I did not know it would happen this quickly, but like I said... Given the circumstances, it happens when people get sick. Kind of happened, but uh, I mean, man, the exchanging of chops, the level of violence that was shown between both of them. Which, I mean, if you're not familiar with Eddie Kingston, for the love of God, go back. Gotta watch some. Shows. I mean, even the last fucking fifteen years. Go back and just watch. Anything. Fight TV. Go to Fight TV. Watch watch Eddie Kingston. Like, go to YouTube. Find his matches. It's fucking amazing, but the level of violence that was shown, those chops they were exchanging. And then, of course, vicious. Moxley kept the belt because he is a fucking beast. Yeah, he choked Eddie out. And then the Lucha Bros come out and attack Mox to help Eddie, of I mean, because, well, they are, I don't know if I can say group at this point, or just a team, or a family, or Yeah, whatever. and then in return, we had Will Hobbs come out to make the save for Mox and get super, fucking double super kicked in the face. And then Darby comes out to help Mox, which then, of course, Ricky Starks come out and attacks him with fucking Taz, because Taz has always got to be involved in something here. And then here. Mox and Darby and Hobbs all ended up laid out. Unfortunately. Which so, is a big storyline to be had for all of this. We'll have to see where all of it goes in the coming days and weeks. And How all of this plays out. 
Yeah. But that was that was the week in professional wrestling, and I'm not going to dump it all out now, but I do have a little bit for the Ring of Honor pure title. So um, tune in Tuesday. And originally I told everybody to tune in today. And we had to read you so all we could shit, talk so. a little bit of Ring and Honor in New Japan, but to keep things going and keep everything in line, we'll uh, we'll shoot for Tuesday. Tune in Tuesday, and I will bring you the latest on the Ring of Honor Pure Title Tournament and the uh, New Japan news that I have. And uh, you know, well, tune in Thursday, and we'll have this next episode, which will be our fourth, out for you guys. So. Tune in, check it out, listen, Tuesday, Ring of Honor, New Japan, Thursday. Well, you'll get everything else. So, we'll see you later. I'm Nate. I'm Alex. Damn it, Cody's not here. That's okay. We'll see you guys later. Mm -hmm.